0: Today Premier David Eby and Housing Minister Ravi Kirler held a pretty big press conference where they promised to overhaul BC's housing rules those rules including um, legalizing all secondary suites in many communities throughout British Columbia. They also promised to hike density in uh, on single family lots. Uh, Premier uh, David Eby also promised a crackdown on rule breaking short term rental operators as well Airbnb specifically and almost pro- also promised to introduce a flipping tax uh, this fall. Take a listen. This plan will build a housing market that works for people and not for speculators. One of the major factors in high BC real estate prices is house flipping. That's when a person buys a property intending to sell it soon after for a profit. This drives up prices in that neighbourhood and it means that families looking for a place to live aren't competing with other families, they're competing with speculators to buy a home. That's why we'll crack down on this practice by introducing a tax on the proceeds of those sales. For those thinking about buying a house to flip it, think again. For those planning to flip a home they own, the tax is coming. This is your warning. (laughs) There you go. A warning from the Premier. Well, joining us now is Michael Geller, President of the Geller Group. He's an architect planner and real estate consultant as well. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Jazz. I had a pretty fun conversation with the Housing Minister uh, at 3 o'clock. Interesting conversation. Uh, Your thoughts on all of this. Uh, Will this help us get there, whatever that definition of affordability might be does this help us get 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 us there
1: oh i think it could i mean i think it is quite an exciting announcement i mean there's a lot of things in it and there's a lot of good ideas but as you hinted at just before the news break uh we used to say god is in the details unfortunately we often say devil is in the details as well and so to some degree, I think it will be important to work out a lot of the details related to each of these initiatives. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: right now, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, the, the government's anti-flipping tax, no details there. Uh, in regards to uh, tools they plan to give to municipalities to deal with short-term Airbnbs, no details there. Uh, secondary suites, uh, no specific details there. Uh, especially the $40,000 they say what they want a loan to homeowners. A, forg- a forgivable loan, no details there yet. And, of course, no specific details in regards to the, the missing middle zoning, as they call it, for greater density. Let's go through each one. Uh, you and I have talked about this before. Vancouver pretty much already has this in regards to the development of, you can develop four units on a single uh, lot, a single-family lot. Uh, your sense of how you think this will play out in other parts of the lower mainland and other parts of the province?
1: Well, one of the details that's important on the, being allowed to build four homes on one lot is do you also have to give money to the municipality because they've deemed that your land value has increased and so they want a percentage of that as a contribution or are you obligated to create an affordable rental unit and then put some form of legal agreement on the title so I'm not saying those are necessarily bad things, but if you do have to give too much money to the government, then that new housing is not going to be that affordable, and that's one of the criticisms about what's happening in Vancouver, and it would apply elsewhere. Similarly, just the form of a legal agreement for a below-market unit. Again, in principle, it's a good idea, but just drafting and enforcing those agreements can become Problematic, but in principle, I support the idea.
0: So, if when they bring in this legislation, does it not automatically, uh, you know, just uh, mean my property, your property, any property, automatically the price rises on that? If, if we're able to put four units on it, haven't we already pretty much lifted to the value of that land automatically when they bring in a provincial legislation?
1: Well, that's certainly what they believe has, is happening in Vancouver. And as a result, the city has said, we either want you to give a, a, what we call a community amenity contribution mm-hmm. equal to approximately 75% of the increase in value. So if it's gone from $2 million to $2.8 million, they'll be looking for uh, $6, $600,000 or a percentage of that. Or you could create an affordable unit, which is a great idea, except that comes with some limitations in terms of how you do it. But in principle, the idea of allowing some gentle densification of single-family lots, I think, is a good idea.
0: Mm -hmm. A gentle densification, I guess, is the the right thing. I mean, there is a cultural and generational fight here, is there not, in regards to those who think single-family home designated areas should be preserved in some way, and those who say, look, those days are long gone, and we have got to focus more on the missing middle, as they say.
1: Yes. Well, I'll put it this way. We haven't seen a lot of protests in Vancouver since the city has said you're allowed three homes on each lot. Mm -hmm. And that's been the case for the last few years, where in Vancouver it was legal to have the principal dwelling, a secondary suite in the basement, and a laneway house, all with relatively little parking. And, uh, you know, so far, it does seem to be working, except for the fact that oftentimes getting approval for that laneway house doesn't take a matter of days or weeks. Sometimes it takes many, many months and even years. Mm -hmm. So that's the other detail that one is obviously going to be concerned about with respect to these proposals.
0: What role does the federal government have to play in all of this, in your mind?
1: Well, certainly one of the announcements, which I find very appealing, is a lot more money for supportive housing. Uh, There's a former planner developer who's been in the newspapers lately saying, you know, all new developments should have 50% affordable housing. Well, it's a lovely idea. It's completely impractical unless the province and the federal government are prepared to make subsidy dollars available for either the construction or the ongoing operation of the more affordable units. So I would hope I mean, one of my colleagues said the federal government seems to be missing in action when it comes to the housing file, and that certainly was evident after the budget announcement. I mean, I think people should be giving full marks to the provincial government for recognizing the severity of the crisis that we are facing, because the reality is too many people are having a very, very difficult time. Mm -hmm. One of the initiatives that I find intriguing, Jazz, is the idea of a $40,000 loan, Mm -hmm. 50% of which would be forgiven. In other words, a $20,000 grant to someone who's going to renovate their house to create a a, a basement suite. I think that's a great idea. Again, we'll need to see what the rules are. Uh, Is there a minimum ceiling height in that suite? Uh, Do you have to have certain uh, fire safety measures and so forth? But the only part of it that is a detail which they did give us is you only get that $20,000 grant if you agree to rent that suite below market, and so far it isn't clear, is it 5%, 10%, 20% below market, Mm -hmm. and what is market for a minimum five years. So again, there's some complications there, but I think some people will find that an attractive proposition.
0: I I sometimes find the city of Vancouver itself as an island unto itself. These The totality of these changes, uh, and you deal with municipal governments in your role as an architect, a planner, and a real estate consultant, so you know it well. How do you think this is going to be accepted by other municipalities outside of uh, Vancouver proper, beyond Boundary Road or south of the Fraser, these types of changes? Because the suburbs sometimes culturally can be different a different view and perspective, never mind outside of Metro Vancouver. How do you think the totality of this housing plan will be accepted outside of of, uh, Boundary Road?
1: Well, I actually think that many of the surrounding municipalities, including Coquitlam, the city of North Vancouver, uh, Burnaby, will become quite accepting of many of these ideas. Where I suspect they'll be much more challenging is when you get into the smaller towns and communities around the province. And uh, I am sure a lot of those communities are not really excited about the prospect of Being three or four homes on one single-family lot, and I'm not even sure if people will want to build in some of these uh, smaller communities. Mm -hmm. But in terms of Metro Vancouver, I think there is a growing sophistication, and uh, there could be quite a bit of take-up.
0: Well, it's going to be very interesting to watch. It is the issue of the moment, that's for sure. Michael, thank you for your time.
1: My pleasure.